Mic check, mickety mickety check, one two one two. What it is? What's up, Jim? This just the intro. Let me not get ahead of myself. Hey guys, we are back for what episode is this? Uh, this is episode six. We're on episode. I can't wait six. to get to double digits because I feel like we accomplished something when double uh, double digits, and I learned how to fucking speak English. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome guys. Uh, we're back here. Um, we're back from the hurricane. Just kidding. There was no hurricane. Yeah, that shit was wild. But this is the all talk. You know what else is all talk? The fucking hurricane. But anyways, this is the All Talk the Gem and Chris podcast. Uh, as your host, Chris, alongside my good friend, Jem. Hey, guys. I and we have... forgot my name for a second. Like, well, that's fine. <laughs> we have some audience in the tent. That don't, um... ask, don't ask me how. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's get right to the shits. Um, let's, let's start with, with the hurricane. We're lack of. Okay, so what I kind of feel, feel low-key like guilty for joking about it because of the devastation that happened in the Bahamas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah let's just start by saying like, you know. We... All jokes aside, you know, they took the beating for us. For sure. Um, people are, right now I think they said the death toll is at 43. Is that what it is? Yes, yeah. 43 people now um, confirmed dead. There's, hey. there's looting and a bunch of things going on. So I don't want to... I don't want anyone to get offended thinking that we're joking about it, but in all seriousness, every year they scare Floridians with all this panic, this hysteria. Um, I was leaving my job early and I went to the Dollar Tree and saw two women fighting over a can of fucking pork and beans. I feel like um, there's always a fight at Dollar Tree, though. It's a, and everything like it's is like, $1. It's like a token, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are you fighting off? Right, it's like you're going to get a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it's all a dollar. They were harassed. Like if I win, don't charge me taxes. Right. And, and they're like, was I just, don't want to pay the six cents, fuck. And it's, it's, it's insane to me That's that crazy. every year this happens. I mean, Lowe's was selling out of generators. Now, yeah. when you think about it, generators are like, what, 500 to $700? Yeah. And people, if they were like all gone. So, I mean, I think it's a little frustrating when you're a Floridian. Obviously, you know, the meteorologists can't control the fucking weather. But I think instead of causing like a mass panic every single fucking year, just tell people, hey, listen, be cautious. You know, as always, any no. big yeah. storm, you know, just get your shit together, you know, get your food and everything like that. But also, I feel like Floridians are low-key dumb because you live in a state where there's fucking hurricanes every year. Word. Why is it that you wait last minute to go get a fucking can Word. of pork and Like, beans? it's been happening. And I feel like the other thing, though, is that with the media, like, they they help these companies, like, like Home Depot, Public, all the other shit, capitalize. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, right. you, if you put people in fear, the first thing they're going to do is run to the store to buy, you know, everything they can with money they might not even have because, you know, we're, unfortunately, we're, like, you know trying to think of the worst outcome. Right. And but I, it's like, like you said, like it's this, this shit every year. Every you know year we're like, in the same spot. Everybody's fighting over stuff. And I'm standing at fucking Walmart, like, you know, Patrick Starr with my $3 trying to figure out, well, <laughs> the fuck, how am I going to, you know, what am I going to give for my family, you know, mm-hmm. with, with this money? And it's like, everything's already gone. Like even today I was shopping with my family at Walmart and they were still shit like completely bare off the shelves. There's still houses that are boarded up with like fam. Nothing's happening. I'm not, well, I feel like, like that, because I'm not taking mine down, because I don't want to take them down, and the next thing you know, we actually do get hit right. with a hurricane. Um, yeah, like, you know, that's like, like she said, not to take away from the people who did suffer, like, major damage, and, and that deaths, and all that shit, like, so, you know, prayers to the people in the Bahamas. And, and another thing, too, when people are donating, y'all need to make sure that these companies and charities are legit. Oh, it's going, for sure. Right, because I feel like any fucking bozo off the street could be like, this is for the Bahamas. Yes. And it's like some old white lady named Martha. She's just hoarding everything in her fucking house. <laughs> no offense. You know, no offense to white people, but I'm, I mean, anybody. Black people are even worse. Haitians are ten times worse. I'm, I'm Martha, and I can't fucking stand her, so we go. We so, Martha. yeah, like, make sure the charities are, like, you know, legit. Make sure that you're looking into this because well, even these cool, people though. do need help. 
I feel like like I've seen some people do it on Facebook. It's like there are uh, like there were some people that were gathering shit in Merritt Island, I believe, in mm-hmm. Melbourne today, like just sending supplies. I feel like that's more of I trust right. that more. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. because tattoo shops are doing it too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. When you donate money, it just like they're not they're not getting you know what I'm saying? Like Bahamas will probably see five percent of whatever the people you right. know. Right. And they're absolutely and saying up. no money, no right. money. And I feel like every year that's like the scam. Yeah, it's like people sure. with, with like money instead. It's just crazy. But like I said, you know, prayers to everybody in, you know, the Bahamas and, and everybody who's may have family members there that are going through a tough time. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad and, you know, knock on wood that we don't get smoked by the next hurricane just for talking shit. Cause, you know, I, honestly, like low key, like the piece of shit in me wants that. Like, I want something big to happen. Like every year I'm waiting for like my palm to yeah, fly into the street. Own. I don't know. Like, I just, I think it's because <laughs> I'm a psychopath and I just want something fun. Dude, wait, to wait, 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 wait. You have a plan though that happens? Like what's... Because, I mean, I know you were thinking about, like, I mean, women, so it's like, all right, just speed it up. Right, I feel like if something happens, like, we can definitely be like, well, we have no home, so... We're going back to Columbia. Yeah, I mean, low-key, I just want something to happen, but at the same time, I think it's just, you know, I like wind, and yeah. we don't have central air in my house, so I just be praying for, like, a nice wind to come in and just chill the You know, that's out, dope, but... because after a storm, like, it's so chill, so outside is so, like, breezy and chill, like, and I love that And then the next shit. two days, it's 97 yeah, degrees, yeah. so yeah. that's where yeah. we're at now. So, like, yeah, I would, you know, go back to, you know, whatever, um... But, like I said, let's just pray, you know, for whoever did get smoked by the shit. And, you know, let's hope that. I know it's a couple storms forming, but, you know, we're not. It's a thing with Florida. Yeah, we'll, we'll just wait until, you know. Until we, you know, we get, get killed. There. Then I'll take it seriously. This, this man said get killed. You know what I mean? And I think, if, I feel like the only people who really take this shit seriously are, like, homeowners. Like, yeah. people, that's, their pocket's really about to get, you know, So like, I feel like, up. yeah, like, I feel like on Twitter, like, I saw a couple people posting, like, um, you know, like, oh, don't be. I don't know, like, oh, it's just a hurricane. I'm thinking to myself, like, what is wrong with this thing? I don't know, but now I see the audience and I'm nervous. Anyways. Um, but I'm thinking to myself, you know, if your house gets messed up, you have to pay for that out of pocket. 1000 So it's like if you live with your parents, you don't really have any worries because right. they're you know, home. Even renting because, like, a lot of times the landlord's going to take care of that shit. But, like, for example, my, you know, my sister, she owns her own place and, and you know, they go the extra mile when, with the storm, like, they were... They had those metal shutters and yeah. like everything. Prepared, they were, yeah, they were prepared, which is like as it should be because you know you, this is this is your home. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but you know, people who are ignorant like me were just kind of joking about it. Yeah, I think we all did like a small part of the, right, right, of sure. the ignorance. I mean, I did because every day I was waiting for the storm to hit. And that was the longest fucking. Day. I, I'm like, I ate all the snacks before the actual anything actually. Yo, the started. only damage is my body. That's the only yeah, the damage. the moment like, they said hurricane, like I would eat the snacks. And that's, I mean, I love my husband dearly, but I mean, the stuff that he brought home to eat was horrendous. <laughs> so it was kind of like I'm fucked either way. Yeah. So I have to eat this chicken tuna that he bought. Chicken tuna. So Wait, where'd you get chicken tuna from? Yeah, I, my poor, my poor sweetheart. I don't know where don't, he got that. Was, that was a real question. Trying to find out where to get chicken tuna from. Because I think um, I'm allergic to tuna. I want to try chicken tuna. Yeah, I'll give you a can actually before hey, you leave. No, I'm good. <laughs> maybe my um, cat, maybe my cat can have it. Maybe. Um, um, but yeah, so let's wrap this hurricane, Dorian. Yeah, did it glad, a- you know, not for nothing though. I'm glad you know everybody who we are close to. They're yeah, safe. everybody's safe. And, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. let's let's hope it stays this way. Like I'll, you know, I'll say it again. Prayers to people in the Bahamas because I was I finally saw a video of like a, a plane or a chopper flying over the Bahamas. That shit looked, it was yeah. sad. Yeah, it was. It really was like sad. Katrina all over again. It, it was just, heartbreaking. You know what I'm saying? But it's like category people, five. Yeah. It's sad because they don't, they, where do they go? You know what I'm saying? Just to say Puerto Rico, that last year? Yeah, last year Puerto Rico got rocked, yep. And it's like, where do they go? Yeah, it's really hard. They're still recovering from that. 
Yo, did um, you see that your boy uh, Trump said that he's never heard of a Category 5 fucking storm? Honestly, <laughs> at this he point... He said, I've never heard of anything like that. I'm like, And it's Damn. crazy because, like, if you look back at the history of... Uh, I think in 2004, uh, it was... Uh, Florence was yeah. a Category 5, yeah. and my family, we lost the roof to our house. See? We had to stay in a shelter, and if you ever had to stay in a shelter with, like, seven Haitians, you can understand, like, a Category 5 hurricane does fucking exist. You were, uh, you I know? think, that, that was, was that the year that we had all those in a row? Yes, back-to-back. Yeah, back. I, I stayed, yeah, they I stayed in a shelter back. because we got evacuated, and I got here in 02, so I was pretty, like, I've never been around fucking hurricanes. I was fucking, I was, I was scared. It was a mess. Yeah, it was nuts. So for him to say, oh, I just never heard of it, then, Man. Like it happens, we can assure I've you. Never heard common sense. I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like Chris said before, thankfully, you know, we stayed safe and Wait, prayers and uh, you know, I hate saying thoughts and prayers, and I feel like that's so stupid, but for real, like some hard, like some really hard prayers for them because I don't know how you can rebuild from something that devastating. Yeah, um, Yo, so I got him a marketing bag though. You know what I did? Because like we, we I feel like we dropped. The last episode of Perfect Timing, because like when I when I finally uploaded everything, right. it was right before the storm. Right. So a lot of people hit me up, were like, "Yo, we, we listened to your podcast over the storm because there was nothing else to do." I'm like, "I know." Thank you. I know what I was doing. I was tracking <laughs> the storm. I'm like, okay, it's close. Let's drop the fucking episode. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but yeah, so let's get it off the topic. Like, like I said, glad everybody say prayers to um, Bahamas. And so what's uh, what's next in the docket? So next topic, we're going to talk about process of a breakup. Uh, um, okay, so you and I have been through our. Favorite time of yeah, the year. we've been through our fair share of breakups. And I mean, not like I'm trying to top anyone, but I was literally married to a crackhead. So <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, it's a it's a longer process because their brain is back in like, you know, they're like 15 years from where right. they should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, I mean, I'm just going to throw myself under the bus. Uh, me, I was very petty during the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Petty in the sense of like, I wouldn't everything while you were crackhead. And I feel like, is that okay for me to do? No, it's not. Um I think I was just really hurt, and I think when we're hurt, we do a lot of fucking things yeah, that we sure. shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that in well, you our... Know, we grow out of it. I feel like we've all had our shares of toxic, you know, bullshit, you know, during a breakup. Um, and as you, I, like, unfortunately, we go through so many relationships that we kind of, like, we learn to do better and be better. But, I mean, for some people, that's not true, because, I mean, I've seen things we on Twitter. We should be able Twitter. to claim a taxes. Straight Breakups? Up. Well, just, you know, you know, failed relationships. Yes. Like, start saving all the receipts from when you go out to eat and all that other bullshit. See, like, ah. I'm not going to lie to you. When <laughs> I when me and my ex-husband broke up, I literally had, like, a bill of all the things that he owed me. And I was like, I don't know who's going to cash out me this payment. <laughs> but, I mean, the gas that I spent running around chasing you and stuff, like, I would like to have, like, reparations. Like, this is, I need my reparations. I need the miles in my car. I need to, get, you know, fucking dial it back. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, during breakups... We all go through that petty situation. We all go through that petty moment. Yeah, because I feel like that shit brings the worst out of people. Because all here's the thing. Here's the thing that I realized. Even if you don't like somebody like that, it's the sense of control when that breakup and then you start to act out of pocket. So you're like, okay, well, so you want to break up with me and make me look stupid while well, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Does that make sense? Like, so I think that... Well, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't, but it does. It, know, yeah, so. like, unfortunately, that's, that's how, how we are is, yeah. as humans. Um, yeah, um, it's... It's, 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 it's nuts because people, like I said, it brings the worst out of people. People's, you know, it, it, people who you spend however much time with. See, my thing is the screenshot thing. It's like, this is like a screenshot generation where if you said receipts. something. Receipts, that's what it is, receipts. Receipts. That's and I mean, I'm guilty of this because I screenshot everything that people say when they want to try me. I think it's because I'm a Capricorn, but I feel like, 
I feel the like screenshot, the screenshot zodiac sign. That's, yes, that's dope. and it's like people do that. Like I, one of my friends, I'm not gonna mention their names, but she's kind of going uh, through a situation where the she's the new girlfriend and the ex girlfriend mm-hmm. is sending her screenshots of what was said, you know, with the with this person. And it's kind of like, what is the point of doing that? Like the relationship is over. Clearly, he's in another you relationship. Right. You know, that's to me is like a huge toxic um, part of the breakup. Is people want to? Oh, let me slide in her DMs and be like, well, you know. I'm with so-and-so now, like, bitch, who the fuck cares? Like, congratulations. Like, I've had that happen to me where it's like, I like, oh, I like when they say, oh, you're not going to find somebody like me. I'm like, I, please. Please, I hope that's, to God. That's the fucking goal. Like, right. That was, you know. But I feel like breakups allow you to see a side of people you never thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, that you yeah. you're going to see during the relationship. And although it's rough to go through and it, it's fucking shitty, in a way, it makes you glad that you got, you know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. shit, I could have dealt with this later down the road. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it was worse for you because you were married. Right. And you know then it's like, like, the worst I've had for me was like, not to say the worst because I got a beautiful daughter out of it, but you know, being in relationship with my daughter's mom for three, whatever years, that's a new level. That's not just break up, fuck you. That's a kid. Right, because you have a like, child, right. yeah. You're never going to stop But at the same it. time, it's kind of like the toxic steps that, I mean, usually comes from the person's, of, like, you know, once you guys are not together, they get a significant other who knows nothing about the situation right. or why you guys broke up. Then it's kind of like they want to be petty and immature and start saying stuff to you. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, this woman is literally sliding in my DMs for a man who doesn't brush his teeth regularly. And I feel like, <laughs> girl, like, we, this is not where you want to go with me. Like, it's kind of like, you know, she posted, uh. like... I'm pregnant, I'm having his baby, like, that's Fam. great. Like, I'm so happy for you. There's right. really no need to be toxic because I, I'm not <laughs> fighting over someone that doesn't brush their teeth Monday through Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it was with, you know, my my daughter's mom, she got into a relationship after, I don't I don't know how long after, to be honest. I don't, I don't pay attention to that. And she's been with the same guy since, and he's a, he's a good guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's, you know what I mean? Shut up. Um, and, and so it's cool because it kind of took away... At first, it took away from, like, me having to deal with the toxicity. Right. Until, and then it gets to the point where they fight, and they hit you up and take it out on you. Right. Have that had to happen right, to right. you? Yes. Like, yo, don't you got somebody to fight with? What am I, you know, what did I, you Like, know why are you messaging me right, about right. this crap? Yeah. So I think that, you know, on, on that topic, like, it's really hard. I think that people just get wrapped up in their emotions. I mean, right. one thing, I mean, speaking out of, not like it's a breakup, but I think, you know, what's, my, your, what's your what's like the thing you hate the most about somebody doing? Like if you break up with somebody, what's the one thing that you fucking hate that they're doing? I really think it's the whole like during the breakup. I think it's the after like the first couple months or the first couple weeks where they're trying to make you feel guilty. Like for example, if you kind of just if two people separate, there there's kind of that stage where it's like um, <laughs> The stage where they're like, okay, you know, things could have worked out. We could be better. Like, no, homeboy, we really can't. Um, oh, it's homeboy. not going to work out. Homeboy, we'll work out. Like, that, that's, not, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. petty I am. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, My oh. shit is I hate the, that I hate the most. You can do anything else to me. But when you go on, like, social media and start posting subtle shots at me. Right. Like, saying this and that about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, just I, feel like that. I don't know me. why I fucking hate it more than and it's like, you know, they'll, they'll delete you or you'll... Okay, but this is... See, I, I delete. My, this is my process when I break the breakup. The first, very first thing I do is I get rid of everything on social media about us. Okay, you have the time. Right. So and it's not time. because... It's not because I'm trying to talk to other people, other females. Right. It's just... It's like a process of moving on. Like, I want... I don't want to see evidence anymore. Right. 
I'm not supposed to but say that. But I'm going to throw you under the bus for a second. I think, hey. I think that also goes with the type of people that you do date to begin with. Because people can be mature about breakups. There doesn't need to, like, these... Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, you could break up with somebody and be completely cool with them afterwards. Not even really cool, but just don't feel the need to go on social media and be like, okay, well, his dick was small anyway. But then be like, oh, I'm not really talking about songs. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just, like, be... Is that really a thing? Yeah. Like, well, girls then, will, Yeah. I'm throwing myself under the bus because I haven't seen it. <laughs> but, um... I think, and that's another reason why I get rid of them on Facebook because I know I'm gonna. That's the first thing they're gonna do. Right. So I don't want to see it. But that's the thing I fucking hate the most. Me taking like photo shots at me. Like, can you at least tag me so I can laugh? Right. In the just comments? literally just put my you know name. What I'm it's because really you're not. easy. Like for example, recent breakup. Um, homegirl, you know her shit is not. It's, it's, it's public on right. Facebook. But every post that she would make about me was private. So everything else she posted, I couldn't see. I so should see. Well, but I don't I know if I'm gonna offend her. Like, get, like I don't you know. So she had to go to her settings. I don't even know how to do that. You have you. This is what you do because I'm petty and I've done it before. Hey. You have to go to your Make settings, notes. type the person's name in, and then you have to block them from every individual that's post nasty. that you're posting. That's, that's and it's like, come on, who man. has the time? Who for has that? the time? What I, the hell? I don't know. Okay, well, so but that's that's the thing. Do I'm saying like, and and she's posting it. Not only because she has another really good friend of mine. Right. Also, he has also not seen it. Right. But there's people that I are also like mutual friends. And they were like sending me screenshots on Facebook. Which like, is another... Oh, is and I'm like, look, I know you have good intentions behind that, but please stop. Cause right. Because what am I supposed to do with this information? If she's not saying it directly to me... What do you do with that information? Right. And don't you think it's making you look bad? If you're sitting there on fucking Facebook talking shit about somebody... Right. That you that you broke up with. Oh, and that's the other thing. They'll say, oh, yeah, I am so glad I broke up with him. But really, it's the other way around. My, they'll never say no, My favorite is, like, I feel so free, about to be back <laughs> yeah. out here. Shut yeah, the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Like, you were just texting me saying, can we work things out? Nobody and when I cares. said no, you're like, oh, just a fucking dead weight of my chest anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that part... You know what I'm saying? Is, it's just like, it's the pettiness. And it's obviously, it's always going to happen. We all have... You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I don't do my toxic shit after a breakup. But it's just like the shit that I do is shit that I keep to myself. I'm not right. making myself look like an idiot out there, and people be like, "Yo, this. I'm not even gonna lie." I did. I was like, when I broke up with, with, with um, the eyebrow girl, was the the one that had her <laughs> all the, the way wrapped around her ear. Okay. No, fuck that bitch. No, okay. no, my daughter's mom. Okay, I was toxic. Fuck, because my this is what I thought of because we were together for so long. She, we both told the same thing about me that the reason why. I said things shouldn't work out anymore was because I wanted to get back out there and start hooking up with females. Right. I thought the same thing. But I, I when I broke up, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to deal with anything. Right. I took you to think drink- that you do. Right. But then you don't. I took to drinking. I, I was drinking heavily, you know, at my old job, during work, after work. You know, it was bad. I, I did, like, my own. That's when I picked up smoking. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, like, toxic shit that I do, that everybody does. But I'm just, like... There's just certain levels that I'm not going to cross. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm not making myself like, you see this shit I post on Facebook. Honestly, I'm fucking yeah. stupid. But, I but I'm like not, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I feel like I'm really extra because I'm in a, I'm married. Um, and I feel like even when we hey. are not, like we're fighting. We have I'll probably go in the audience. Shout I'll, out Taylor. Shout out. 
I'll go on Instagram and I'll post like the dumbest shit. Like, oh, he didn't want me when I'm green. And I was like, like just some dumb <laughs> shit. Mean? I don't know. I'm just whatever post I whatever post I see, I'll be like, let me just be petty as fuck and like post that shit. Whatever you posted there yesterday, I was I was literally dying. I don't know. What and you said. yeah, and people are like, oh, how are you gonna talk about your man like that? First of all, my man's not skinny like that. Like he's on a flat window <laughs> on 95. And like second of all, like I feel Slide like. <laughs> Uh, um, I feel like that's just awesome. like you know the pettiness of right. it, but that's just you know. I mean, people cope with things differently. So at the right. end of the day, you know, especially me, like I was talking to somebody else in the audience that I won't name because um, everybody everybody has their own ways to deal with things. So right. like me studying psychology, I, I've learned you're like you're you're trained to not judge people, you know, men's behavior, right? Because you're not supposed to. But it's like it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain it's, things. It's hard to like, say. Come on. I and think I've like, been saying that I'm going to stop being petty for at least, like, seven years. Yeah, that's just um, And the other day, someone sent me a picture of this bitch name. I will say, it sent me a picture of Pale and her boyfriend. And I said, have you guys seen that movie Get Out? Because he <laughs> looks like before the camera flashes. And, I mean, I'm trying really hard to not be petty, but, I mean. I don't think this podcast would work if you weren't petty. I'm still, that's, I'm still in that, that bag. So, it's kind too. of like. I feel like if we're going to, if we're going to take this podcast to the next level, then, you know. I think I'll only say people's names if I, like, really hate them. And, I mean, I really kind of hate her. I feel bad for him. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm working on that. I think everybody has a, you can be mature and break up. You yeah, just have you to get, You just have to be Imagine at that, that point in your life. Imagine that. And it's but like. We hope you know about that, though, because every time we are with someone, excluding my husband, they're petty as fuck. So, here we are. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you said. When you, when you said, I'm going to throw you under the bus, and then I was like, hi. And then you said what you said. I'm like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> like, you're 1,000 fucking million I think, percent. I think I just knew it was it was. And that's the thing. It's funny because. Girl. What's her name? What's her real name? Some, like, Ashley, some white, right? Yeah. Okay. She owes me an Apple Watch and $100. Did you buy her an Apple Watch? Damn. I don't want to talk about it. Wow. Yeah. You got some changing to do. Mm. I just want my mom. I just want Speaking of changes, so we're going to talk about a forgiveness bag. Um, so kind of tell people what the forgiveness bag, what the definition of it, what it It's kind of, it's, yeah. So it's it's pretty much, it's, what's your forgiveness bag? It's, it's like what, when you're in an extreme situation where let's say you got caught cheating, some, some crazy, what's like, what's your extreme? What's the most you're going to go for? Like what's the most you're willing to do? To okay, get so forgiveness from that person. I think it depends you know on who like, you're asking because... Like, if you're, like, if you're just, like, okay, let's say, hypothetically speaking, some while happens between you and, you know, your husband, and you need to ask forgiveness because, you know, like, your marriage is on the line. Yeah. What's, like, what are you doing? So, like, you know how people will fucking propose because they're trying to fucking... Yeah. Like, they'll be like, no, I was actually going to marry you, and I was... I think, but I like, think really? that's, like, but that's, like, hood niggas, like, they, they fuck up, like... <laughs> They're like, you know what? Uh, let me go out here and post on Instagram that I love so and so so much. I was and I'm taking that from the a, hood. Yeah, I was gonna um, get out of the life. But I think for me personally, <laughs> so I've been in that situation with my husband when we first um, started dating. I was really like um, not taking my medication. I wasn't in like a stable mindset. So there was very like volatile moments in the relationship. Um, there was a bunch of things that I thought we would never get past. But one thing I realized, like in my forgiveness bag, definitely changed behavior. I feel like. When we are hurting people and we're, you know, we're doing stuff. Like, obviously, you know if you're going to cheat on somebody. Like, a dick doesn't just fall inside of you. And you're like, well, here we are. You know what, what you mean? Or vice versa. I'm, so, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, I think, so I think that, you know, for me, it's definitely changed behavior. You can't say that you're sorry 
um, and then keep doing the same shit over and over again. So for me, that is like my like if so I had like a, changing like yeah really if sure. I had a forgiveness okay. bag, it would just be change behavior okay. inside of it um, because I feel like that's the best way to show someone. Because um, some know, people be going through the extreme with it, like you know what I'm saying, like don't <laughs> don't propose. Like I was gonna marry you, and then you know because like, they know that's like what they want to hear. The other right, person. you know what I'm saying. So it's like. And if you're really looking for forgiveness, you shouldn't be telling people what they want to hear. But at the same time, about a good morning text, like good morning, you know, shit that you don't usually do, like send a really wow, that's you text. do that. No, I'm just that's, saying that's really annoying. Um, no, I send good morning texts as it is. Now yeah. that I'm trying to get forgiveness, like like a text, like oh, I hope you have a nice day, and then you know they hit you back with like go fuck yourself, and like okay, <laughs> um, you know. But like, there's just different. I don't know what my bag is. I, I feel like I guess change should be. Yeah, I think it's that, but one thing too about the forgiveness bag is like, we have to realize too, um, people don't have to accept your apology. We don't, they, they don't, don't have to accept your forgiveness. No, they're not obligated. To right. So then I think that's what makes it harder. That's what makes people go through to the extreme of, right. okay, shit. So sorry, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, we're in, we live in a really toxic generation Yeah. and people have literally heard it all by now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're going to apologize to whoever. Okay, yeah, that's the same thing the last fucking person told me. But you know what's weird like, that, what's you, different? What's you, know what that you bring that up is, like, I have seen Twitter videos where they'll do, like, the whole proposal thing, like, the dudes get on his knees. <laughs> and they say no. And they just say no. Like, niggas are so dumb. Like, you cheat on me with 25 women, but you want to go to Chili's and have the balloons and shit. Like, I'm going to say yes. Like, I'm really confused. You know, proposing to Chili's is nasty, first of all. I, I mean... Like, Chili's is dope, but not, don't propose to me. Fucking I mean, Chili's. I'm not going to lie. Me and my husband fuck up Chili's, like, literally no, twice me a too. week. Oh, for sure. But, but don't propose to me. Don't propose to me at Chili's. Do like Chili's? I'll think about it. But, but, I feel, fucking, but even that's ghetto. So you No, wanna, but that's a big-ass fish tank. That's I'll be true, like, all right, I'm going to think about it. But that's how people... That's how people operate. Is like they'll do something to you, right? And then it's like, um, you know, here's four baby goats, and Wait. I want you to to forgive me. You know what I mean? And Who offered like, you four baby goats? Let's talk about you know it. What? Let's talk about you it. You know what? I feel I've like been that's in some really strange situation. I feel like that's a really specific example. Okay, so this Tell is okay. So when I was like, I think. Uh, I think like 17, <laughs> 17 years old. Um, my mother, shout out to her. She was like, this Haitian family, you know, they're coming in from Haiti and they want to offer us all these fucking things. So I'm thinking to myself, like, of 17 years on this earth, I'm worth four baby goats. And they look like they were malnourished. Like, they weren't even like actual, like, good baby goats. <laughs> so, I mean, that was like her way of Bam. like, that was like her way of saying like, okay, you know, we forgive you for being on a slut in these streets. <laughs> Um, so our forgiveness bag is offering, you know what I mean? Getting four goats from people. Wait, those goats are the ones that when when you're scared of them, they just kind of tip over and and like paralyze, right? No. Goats do that. You never seen that shit? No. Look that shit up. Okay, I gotta look it up. Look it up now. Look, we're gonna talk while she looks Okay, but you know what? If you scare a goat, they literally like freeze up and just tip over. I think that's like a thing that we need to do. Yeah. What? Like scare a goat? Yeah. No, this is on record. But yeah, we will. (laughs) But yeah, I but think no, no, that. Wait, wait, so speaking of like just kind of getting off the forgiveness topic, well, not really. Do you think that if somebody proposes to the other person and the other person says no, is their relationship over? I had this discussion with somebody. I think I posted it on Facebook a you while did. ago. I did, right? What do you um, think? Because I, I, I got mixed reactions. I think it is. I mean, if you're a lesbian, it is because lesbians propose within like two hours of knowing each other. So I think for that. Or, or people who are in the military. Oh, oh, God, between lesbians <laughs> no and... No offense. Yeah, we it's love like a, It's military. like a competition. Um, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love lesbians. But I think the top two, I think for them, realistically, it's <laughs> over. 
if they propose. You got some crazy fucking like to examples me. tonight. Listen to it. me. I'm, it's I'm so it. true. I know. Like lesbians would be like, okay, like we've been together for three weeks. I think it's time to take the next step. And if one says no, two weeks later, they're in a relationship with someone else. And I think for them, that's like a thing. But I think for like other people, um, it just really depends. I don't think that someone's gonna propose to you if they're not like if you've been for if you let's say we with the person for a long time where you know like as far as everything goes, it's the right timing for it. Like yeah. let's say we've been together for four years, whatever. We live together and everything. You know what I'm saying? And then person proposes and they say no. Well, I mean, Why? I think I don't. I just don't think. I don't know. I feel out, like. That person is just not ready. Um, they could there could be something that's going on with them. Like they could have a side piece. They're not ready to make that you know that step to like oh I'm cheating on my husband versus I'm cheating on my boyfriend type thing. And I feel like one of the things I was telling my husband is that I think we are in a weird generation. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. If they're waiting on the side piece to propose, um, hey, I think, oh yeah, like I don't know. I gotta. I want. I want choices. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's weird because men and women do it. You know, the whole, like, men will propose to women, vice versa, whatever. Um, mm. And sometimes that person is literally just not ready. Like, yeah. you could be with someone for four years, and for those four years, you're both on complete opposite pages. Like, for example, the, you know, the guy comes home, and he thinks everything is good or whatever. But meanwhile, while the girl is home or whatever, she's doing her own thing. She has her own separate life aside mm. from being right, with right. the dude. So it's like, you know, I just think that it's really based on you as a person. Um, what would be the worst way to be proposed? Like, well, what do you think is like, the worst honestly, way to... Okay. Like, honestly, okay, so my ex-husband proposed to me oh, after shit, a oh, five-day binge of doing heroin um, with a stolen ring, <laughs> and I was like, you know, this is like a real moment. Like, this is like a real thing right now. So that's like the worst way. Oh, in the parking lot of pulleys. So... This pulleys? Yeah, this is ghetto-ass pulleys up here. And it's like, in your mind, you're like... <laughs> I can't believe I'm outing myself because I'm like, oh, too, but like, so yeah, okay. it's just, you, you know, I, you I don't win. know. That's like the worst proposal that. I was going to say like going to Walmart and proposing like in the food court, but that takes a cake. Like if you go to McDonald's Oh, in that little, Walmart. in that little area of Walmart. Yeah. But I feel, but I feel like that's worse. But here's the room. thing. I don't think it even really matters where if you like, if you're like actually in love with someone, like who cares where they propose? Like it's Me? not a, it's not a show. Me? I'm superficial fuck. Okay, but not that I want somebody to propose. But if you're gonna propose, like I look at things like that, like I feel like when you're proposing to somebody, your whole life's about to change. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 like a big step, right? Right. So it's like I feel like until you you guys get that first FPL bill of living together, that's that's even worse than the actual proposal. Well, they have a program where the bills don't go up now. My mom said it, so look into it for FPL. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't trust them. No, no, she's been doing it for a while because I got the old. No, we're all over the place. About? We're all yeah. over the place. But anyways, um, no, it's a look. But no, I feel like when you're proposing to somebody, like, fam, like, it's it, it's it's supposed to be special. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've in a lot of maybe that's really like superficial and like materialistic of me to think that way. But I feel like if you're proposing and you're asking somebody to pretty much like give up their freedom, you know what I'm saying? Like they're see, I see, but, they're, but like singular the freedom. If you're thinking about it that way, then you don't even you don't need to propose to anybody. Because look, I think look, that look, you're right. <laughs> because I think that you know, marriage is a one when done with the right person. Oh, marriage for sure. is, a, is a wonderful no, thing. No, I agree with you one thousand percent. That's how I think. I'm just saying in general, people. I guess I should be more specific. Society these days, because of how, especially social media, has put such a high expectations on right. how people are supposed to do things. I feel like now 
all the videos that you see on social media about proposals, it's not even about like how I feel about you. It's just me trying to one up everything else that yeah. I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how oh, you propose like a Disney, I'm gonna propose in a fucking international people, space station. I see station. people like go and you know like I mean? they're proposing on like these huge mounds and shit. I wish my husband to God would have my black ass on top of a fucking mountain, and like proposing said, to me. What if like, it pushed you down and you said no? I'm like, hi. Oh, what if I just fell because I'm fucking clumsy and my wig got in my eye and I just, like, fell backwards? See, like, see? it's not, see? to me, it's not that serious. It's, like, it's, I feel like if my, if I'm in love with this person and you say, let's go to our favorite spot, like, let's go to, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, really, I mean, yeah, something, I'm, like, I'm basic. Something meaningful, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's more like, that's what it is. That's, that's what, right. that's the way I think. It's something that, like, the first, like, proposing, for example, like, where you had your first date. Yeah, that's cute. Or where you smash the first time. I don't know Anything, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you got, saw, but this, um beautiful black couple like shout out to everybody that's like you know black love i love it it's beautiful, it is beautiful. um they proposed um he proposed to his fiance at fucking chick-fil-a and everyone's like oh that's so good i did see that beautiful that was dope it, it was, was beautiful it was. like they that's where Wait, they didn't they, they get like free chick-fil-a for yeah life? first of all because fam hello shit like hello free chick-fil-a shit. for life like i'm about to do a fake one to get chick-fil-a for life honestly let me borrow that ring i told i was gonna tell my husband as ghetto as it sounds, chilies. That's where I want free meals from because really? I love chilies. Like, I'm mm. so basic, but I love chilies. Their Southwest egg rolls are fucking fire. So I can't eat that because my husband and I, my, well, let me rephrase this. My husband is doing keto and now I'm doing it with him. Um, so I can barely, all I can eat is air and rice <laughs> cauliflower, um, thousands of bottles of water. Um, so yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm going to do it now too. But anyways, okay, so I guess we kind of got off, don't do what, propose? No, I was going to propose to get free food. You should do that. But like, somewhere like expensive. But I feel like, you know, all restaurant staff are really dead inside, so I don't think they're even going to care if... No, yeah, not here. No, They'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think... Get out. And we know what you're doing. We heard your podcast. We heard you. Trash. Mm. Um, So we we keep incriminating ourselves. Okay, so... So yeah, so back to, yeah, you know, that was just kind of... Yes, like I said, everybody's attitude is different, but you know, with forgiveness with um, like I, said, I just think like so society has put such a high expectation on what you're supposed to do yeah. for everything that it's like just little shit doesn't cut it anymore in general. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you have to do like everything, has, and I, I feel like I'm kind of guilty of that too. My husband has called me out about that because like I'm such a like Instagram person. Like I feel like I live on my phone and I want to post all these things on Instagram instead of really like you know being in the moment. And social media does put a huge pressure on literally everything. everything. Like, you know, if you want, if you hurt someone, the first thing you're going to go do is post, you know, a quote off Pinterest and tag the person and be like, Shelly, I love you so much. Like, I know I fucked up. Like, just some dumb shit. I'm bumping you know? out what's the same and getting and ripping a quote off Drake. Or like, like yeah, my, 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 you're like screenshotting like this song, listen to this, like to get mm-hmm. someone to accept your apology. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just our generation. So it's kind of hard to say, like, what would be in our forgiveness bag because we're pretty much doing all that we know and all that we see versus, like, our parents, you know, or that generation, the baby boomers, whatever. When it was an apology, they would sit down together and talk. Would, yeah. I mean... No, you know what? I feel like because we're different culture, yeah. they didn't talk about shit. They just um, kind of sit down. First okay, of all... You forgive me? Yeah, okay. I don't even think it's that. My mom would be like, are you hungry? Did you eat? Yeah, I mean... And yeah. then next thing you know, that's a forgiveness. So I feel like... It was never really talked about. Yeah, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. like, like you know, cultures like you know Haitian mm-hmm. and, and Hispanic, where they just, they just kind of slice, you know, let's just slide off. Oh yeah, forgiveness. Forget about not, it. The word forgiveness means nothing in nothing. our culture. It just kind of takes you later and be like, oh, I'm bringing chicken. Okay. 
Or like bring, bring that, way, yeah. By the way, I, I, you cheated on me, but yeah, I'll take some chicken. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. That's what it is. That's I what mean, it is. So, yeah. So. Right, what's next on the docket? Let's see. Okay, so you have, you want to talk about um, what matters to us in a rapper, but I also want, before we get into that, on a more serious note, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, I want to dedicate this episode to Bailey Reeves, who was killed. Um, she's a trans woman that was killed, and I want people to say her name. I want them to post about it um, because this is something that really means a lot to me, and I think that our generation um, is not doing enough to to you know look for justice for these for these women. And it's really frustrating because like people can post on Twitter all day fucking long, um, and there's an education that needs people just need to sit down and really understand what their words do to other people yeah. because of the yeah. the constant you know. Um, the phobia of trans people, of gay people, of everybody that's not like what they're used the to being. the phobia of difference. Right, the phobia of difference. Um, we're yeah. not doing enough. And I feel like I'm so tired of like the face, the Facebook posts, the Twitter posts. Like every time we open our mouths and we say something, we're putting something into the universe. Here's and the thing. Yeah, I feel like, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that we, we underestimate our voice. We underestimate the impact that we have on society we do, we with do. social media. A big example of the shit we were talking about last episode with, with um, the chicken sandwich from fucking Popeyes. Yes. Like, I, I read somewhere that these fucking people, like, made made them, just based off social media, like, propaganda that they didn't pay for, made them $27 million. In, right. In, like, a matter of weeks. For a fucking piece of chicken. Right. So people, like, like I said, we under, excuse me, we underestimate the power that we have with our voice and what we talk about on social media. It's like, why can't we just use this shit for positivity? You know what I'm saying? Right, and I think like, that... Like, why is it just about what's cool, what's the way? Why can't we, like you said, use this shit for power to encourage people to be able to come out and, and see who they are? And you know the crazy like, part is, is like, a lot of it is people that is that are our age mm-hmm. who are being really ignorant to the fact it's that... Fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, you and I are pretty open. We're pretty... You sure. Know, and I don't even like saying the word liberal. I feel like I'm just yeah. a normal human being yeah, who's just, accepting and loving. Right, right. And I feel we're like... pieces of shit. Right. And then you think about the fact that this woman that died was 17 years old. And awesome. we all know people that age. You know, we were yeah. that age at once. Yeah. And it's like her life has been taken from her because people can be so ignorant to things they don't know. Um, I feel like my biggest thing is like I'm at the point of my life where I can't even discuss things with people if we're on the opposite page. I just get so frustrated. Right. Yeah, there's I no, shouldn't there's have no to... getting to them. Right. And the, and the thing is like people also underestimate the courage that it takes for somebody like that, like a trans or if you're, you know, gay, to come out and tell people in this society, the courage in this, to tell the society that we're the most judgmental pieces of shit in right. history. Right. So it's like it's already hard enough for them to talk about it. Now they gotta worry about like their lives being in fucking danger just because you're different. Right, like, and it, like, and, 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 and the crazy nuts. thing is that it's literal fear because it is. people, you know, like perfect example, you and I are from two, are from different countries, and it's like you know I've met people who would be like, oh well, what's it like in that country? Like you know, we have the same um, values that you know other families do. We're just from a different place. We're from a different area, and I think that you know with her being seventeen, like I just want to say this right now so everyone knows it: black trans women are my fucking heroes. Like. The amount of courage that it takes for them to be who they are in a world that doesn't want to see them shine is really, really fucking... It's hard. And then it's like, we go on Twitter and we post all this stuff, and it's like, when we say something out loud, 
all that negativity. If you don't know something, then keep your mouth fucking shut about it. Like I said, or, we underestimate our impact. And right. that's either positive or negative. We underestimate how much shit we're fucking causing just by saying one thing or putting one comment on one post. Because right. that's the thing. People love to follow. Nobody has their own fucking opinion anymore. Right. So if I'm seeing this so-and-so people talking, you know, ne- saying negative comments about a trans woman or anything, they're going to follow the and, way and, because and it's funny, because and, it's cool. And the thing is, I'm going to throw black people under the bus. Like, me being from a Haitian family, the hardest thing that I had to get through was, like, when I grew up, the whole being gay whatever thing was, like, Satan. Meanwhile, my family... Oh, yeah, same with Hispanic Yeah, culture. and, like, we're but meanwhile, our families disgusting. are so toxic. So it's like, how could they sit there and talk about things that they knew nothing about um, and then pretty much like embed this into our brains? And I feel like one of the things is if you don't understand something, ask about it. There should be no need to be slandering people to the point where they're either committing suicide or they're literally getting fucking killed in their vehicles, Mm -hmm. you know, at random because they're fucking different. So I think that if you're one of those people that doesn't understand that shit, pick up a fucking book. Talk to other people. There's so much. We're in the most like informative uh, generation that yeah. we've ever been in, it's literally super fucking easy to learn enough about anything to not be an ignorant fuck about things like this and judge. You know what right. I'm saying? Just read. Look up all you literally all you gotta do is go on Google and type in the word trans, and I swear to God you'll find at least fucking a thousand well, right like results. it's articles. It. But here's the thing: is like we don't see anything positive. It's all no, like the negativity exactly. that people are gotta change. are like putting out there. So I think, and I'm not telling people to go out there and fight and be like the Avengers out here on the streets. But mm-hmm. you need to be proactive and learning about other people, taking the time to talk to other people. It's not right. the ideas that your parents put inside your head because you're not that person anymore. Once you leave your parents' house and you're you're on your own, you have your own identity. And I think that was one of the hardest things for, sure. for me being, you know, a Haitian American to really get out of because people don't really understand, you know, what it's like or what we what we go through versus like, you know, American culture is very different. Um, and uh, most Americans, you know, are, are open and stuff versus like, you know, people from our, from our countries. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Like I, I said, I feel like if you, <clears throat> if you want to like, you know, read into it, be more informed and, and try to understand this culture of, you know, of difference because that's what right. it is. Difference. Cool. I love it. But if you don't, if you don't want to like, if you don't want to know about it, if it offends you, if keep you your, keep, keep your, your fucking mouth shut. That's all you have shut. to do. Say what don't you're racist, ignorant yeah, friends, yeah. and y'all could talk about whatever you want to talk about, but don't put that shit out there no. in the world where you're putting people at risk for their when fucking lives. When something's on the internet, it, it's there forever. Even right. if you delete it, there's somebody who fucking took a screenshot. Like, there's so many yeah, people probably who Probably Capricorn. Yeah. Mm, but probably like, Capricorn. Yeah, like, for example, all the people who've kind of lost, like, you, you read um, a couple months ago about that kid that lost his, uh, I think it was, like, a Harvard uh, scholarship because yes. he posted some homophobic shit. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, you don't understand. No, it was something racist. Yeah, that's what it was, racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you're underestimating the power and the people. People are going to dig it for shit. And because you want to be ignorant now, you lost a scholarship. Right. And I mean... And especially if, if, if somebody you know isn't in a place that you're in, like if they're jealous of you, like your homeboys or shit, he's going to Harvard and I can't, well, guess what they're going to do? Guess, exactly. Oh, you know what? If he ain't going, there's the people out there. If, he, yeah. if, he's not, if I'm not going to Harvard, but I mean, on, But honestly, it's like a, it's a cycle because you said that negative shit, you were fucking right. ignorant and karma came back around and it got that ass. Right. So and, just don't, like I said, yeah. just don't say shit because you think that you're going to say one thing and delete it and that's that. You have no idea how many people saw it within seconds of you posting it. Exactly. How many, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, and once out there, Like it's I out said, there. people, yeah. And people underestimate the impact that we have with social media. 
Yeah, so because of like, that. I was disgusted with the fucking how much people were walling out over a fucking chicken sandwich. But you're not keeping the same energy. It should energy. be that good. Yeah. Did, did you like, try it? Did you try it? I didn't eat it. I didn't either. They took it out. It's gone. Like, no. I mean, how do you, how you sell out a fucking chicken and bread? But here's the thing. And I mean, okay. like, even with something like that, like, here's the thing that really fucked me up. is like, there are literal black people in the fucking Popeyes trying to fight the fucking Popeyes workers. Oh, yeah. I Y'all know how to make chicken? I saw that. Like, you guys are really out here. Like, look how hard they're going for fucking chicken. It's just fried chicken. Meanwhile, a human being's life, it, life is lost. And where's the fucking outrage? Like, where's the fucking outrage? I wish they would have kept the same energy with, like, for example, the Bahamas that they kept with the fucking chicken sandwich. Nobody gives a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why? And it's just because pure it's ignorance. Cool. Right. It's fucking ignorance. It's just not the wave. It's not the cool wave that you want to jump into, so they don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I hate social media. That's why I'm always deactivating my shit. But now I can't. Uh, I think you deactivate your shit about, like, three times a month. A week. Yeah. But now I can because we have, you know, a platform that I have to inform people. You know what I'm saying? So, I, otherwise, I... And don't fucking front. I'm funny on social media. So you're glad <laughs> you are, about that. You are. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you know, I want to dedicate this entire episode to um, Bailey Reeves and yeah, all trans black women. Yeah, rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in heaven, you um, know, because, angel. Yeah, an angel and that was lost. And the family, you know, condolences to the family. Yeah, due to ignorance. Due, due to, to ignorance. ignorance. You um, should never be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's fucked up. Do they, I mean, has, has there been I any mean, details been, on it? Well, like, I've been talking catch... to someone um, that is uh, a leader in the LGBT uh, groups there, and they don't mm-hmm. have any suspects, they don't have anything no they're leads. looking at. Nothing. Well, I, hope they get Nothing. I hope they get caught and they fucking get what they deserve. Exactly. Um, so, and yeah. By that, I mean a broom up the ass. But seriously, don't be a fucking bigot. Like, if you don't understand something, keep your fucking mouth shut. That's all. That, it's not that hard. It's really, it's not, really hard. not. It's You're not really as funny as you think I am. Um, but yeah, so. You're not as funny as me, so don't be sure of it. Um, anyway, so that what's. Um, so, our last topic um, is going to be what matters to us in the rapper. And I kind of like battled about this topic, um, but then I kind of. I listened to your favorite, Joe Budden, um, and kind of realized, like, I do want to kind of get into that topic. Well, um, you listen to, like, what, his music? I listened to, the, no, the, um, the, the, the show, the show, oh, okay. yeah. So, I think for, definitely... Wait, did you hear the, the diss tracks, though, that I told you about? I haven't, I couldn't find them. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. I don't have SoundCloud, so you have to send me a link. Maybe okay. YouTube, I'll look on YouTube. Yeah, that should be on YouTube. Um, like, what's, what's the criteria that you have, that, that a rapper has to... Fulfill for you to label them as great. Okay, so if you're you know rapping about if you're rapping about the trap, um, you need to be a drug dealer. Generic shit, yeah. You need to be a drug dealer <clears throat> for you to be considered. Yeah. I don't want to listen to you talking about bitches and hoes when you went to a private school. Mm-hmm. Your mom's name is Henrietta, and your dad is Clarence, and they both oh. drive nice cars. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's um, his real name is Clarence. Exactly. Clarence, I want some like I want an Eminem type, like and you're then, dirty, like. That, and that's funny that you mentioned that because one of the songs that I want you to listen to that button was going at uh, Drake. That's what he talks about. Because Drake is a he, he's, he's like a you're talking rapper. you're talking about like killing and drugs and selling drugs and everything. Like everybody knows that's not where you came from. And I love Drake. Don't get me wrong. I, I see the attitude in the in the room. I love Drake. But, it's but like, he's not. But to me, he's that's not that's what not, makes a great not, rapper. No. Like I'm gonna sound. I'm really, gonna listen to Ti. GZ, Gucci, Wayne. See, I literally walk into an airport with fucking loaded guns. A fucking rocket launchers. Guns. You know what I'm saying? That's a real rapper who right. don't care about nothing. They People were loaded like that. guns. People like that. Wayne, you know, Gucci. Well, I don't I don't listen to Gucci, but... 
I love they, Gucci. But they live what they talk about, what Jay-Z, they rap about. Jay-Z, to me, is like one of the best Jay. rappers oh, on earth. Sure. Jay-Z was like literally selling crack nice. outside the Marcy houses. Right. Those are rappers. I feel like, you know, and maybe just because our age, we're showing our age here. When I hear people mm-hmm. like bopping like all these lils, all these little people, I don't know what they're talking about. I feel like my mom, when I was I trying know, to make her listen to stuff. I don't know what they're talking about. No, I, I am not interested in the fact that, like, you've done 37 Zans. And, like, only that's little, not our, Only little I listen to is Wayne. That's it. Right. To be honest. And I feel like, you know, when it... But for us, here's the thing. We're old heads and we're music heads. So we listen to music differently than other people do. Yeah, people just, so, people just listen to the beat. Right. So to stuff. us, a, a great rapper to us is someone who's literally talking about the struggles of the things that they've been through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jay-Z literally sold drugs, you know? Lil Wayne literally has been drinking lean since he was out of the womb. So he can make a whole album yeah. about drinking lean, you know, talking yeah. about lean and because it, he's done it's, it. And it's validated because everybody can fucking vouch for that. Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Like the shit Eminem literally about. lived in a trailer park. He His was, mother was like fucking random men. Like, yeah, I want to hear about your struggles because you really like, you know what it's like. Right. But I don't want to hear like... So, that's like, so I guess you would say one of the things that you look for, for a rapper to be um, labeled as great as... You know, being able to validate what they talk yeah, about. Yeah, be music. authentic, be, yeah. you know, um, their originality. Because you can't really compare Jay to Eminem. You can't compare no. Jeezy to Nas. Because they, they're all in separate, you know, areas. But, I mean, if you look up their track records, these, they have the proof to show, like, listen, I went to jail. I did all these fucking things. You know what I mean? So it makes the music a little bit deeper. When I'm in my car and I'm talking about selling bricks and shit, like, I really feel it in my soul because they're and really for real. I'm clocking in that fucking Colin Silver's place, and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm walking I'm into my my doctor's office job after. But yes, okay. So the least one, I think, being able to validate um, the content of what you're speaking about in your music. Yeah. Um, I think another one for me is um, I think being able to have hits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, because for us, see, here's the thing for us. Hits matter more than the new generation because you, as a rapper back in when we were younger, mm-hmm. in the younger generation, early two thousands, you had to have a hit to get radio play. That's how you, you know, that's how you were putting out there. Nowadays, streaming, you know, kill the radio. You don't Perfect need hits. Perfect example. You know what I'm saying? J Cole. Right. I have heard about three J Cole songs on the radio my entire life, mm-hmm. and it's always the bangers. It's not right, the, right, like that he, workout joint, uh, right? Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit ever again in my life. But yeah, here, but better. and that's the cool thing about people like Cole is that he doesn't need it. But back then, you know, you but needed only, to do that, right? You needed to do that. Jay knew that. Jay said, "Until you put out a hit, I'm not putting your album out." Right. So he had to do it. He had to go out. That's when he made that one song, "Let Nas Down." That's, that's, what he's a, talking that's about. one of the most purest forms of rap ever. Right. And that's what's beautiful about hip hop, the storytelling. Yeah. That's what I look for. That's another criteria that I that you as a rapper, you have to be able to fulfill for me, storytelling. Right. Like uh one of my most favorite um, storytelling songs for me is Mona Lisa on Carter Five. Yes. With Wayne and Kendrick. That was, I love it. I like that album, but for me, the Black love- is Hot <clears throat> was like that for me. Right. Like that was that's that was this that your favorite Wayne album? Yeah, I mean I think Mine that would have like, to be Carter Two. The Carter Two was so fucking hard. Yes, the Carter Two. And see the thing is, I see that's funny that you mentioned that. They have no idea. Five hundred degrees. The they're, block is hat. The block is. They're like what? They're like what is the block? Yeah, is hot? you ain't. No, they don't know. It's not for you. Um, <laughs> the block is hot and five hundred degrees. I need to go back to listen to them because I used to listen to those back in Colombia. 
Yeah. I don't know English. You it just sounded dope to me. Okay, you know. So I'm, now I'm I feel like, like if I listen to one, I'll be like, oh, this shit is hard. You know, now something I know. so funny, like, this is like so side note. So when I lived in um, Long Island, um, across the street was like all these Haitian kids. And they had just come over from Haiti to New York. I will never forget them learning English by listening to 50 Cent and Dear Richard I Trying. These motherfuckers did not speak a lick of that's English, funny. but could literally rap every fucking song off of Get Rich or Die that's like, Yeah, in Colombia, that's how it Isn't was. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. the power the of, like, yeah. hip-hop? The new Pac. Yes. Between every Pac song, the new M, the new 50. It's... And then you try to talk to them in English, and they just, you know, quoting, like, lyrics. I'm like, no, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> I asked you if you're hungry, not if you're in the club. Like, what's, what are you talking about right now? But, but like you said, it's it's crazy how much... Music can impact people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. So, okay, so we have validating content, yeah. um, storytelling, mm-hmm. have, being able to have a hit, especially now. Yeah. Where it's hard to be, you know, here's the thing about these Because I don't look for hits anymore. Well, here's the thing about these young people is like when J. Cole puts something out, oh, we don't want to hear you talk about stuff like that. We want to hear about the bitches and the hoes. Like, you can still be in the club, you know, dancing to some like conscious shit. Um, but I mean, Judy said it the best. He's like, people don't, the streets don't want that. They want to hear about the hustling, about the the drugs, you know, the bitches and whatever. But I feel like, you know, I've gone to plenty of of places and I hear J. Cole joints playing and I mean, it's just as lit as anything else would be. J. Cole had an amazing year. Let me just say that. Every year is his year. But this year where he went, because it's just crazy how he goes from not wanting to work with anybody to literally being on everybody's fucking song. Yeah. But I haven't listened to Dreamville Three. I haven't listened to you it. You need to. I Amazing. heard it was. I, I'm. I'm really like. No, whatever you heard, no. Okay. okay. I, I need to listen it's to amazing. It. Because, and here's why I say, you know, one of the million reasons why I think it's an amazing album. He, he got a lot of rappers who were not well known. The baby. Yeah, and the, no, there's other rappers. Even he's kind of well known now, but there's other yeah. rappers. I don't want to let me let me pull it up because I don't want to kill this, but. He 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 pretty much it was kinda like an invitation. Like he posted his invitation and said, Yo, if you're a rapper and you want to be on the album, come to this place. And so there's a documentary you can find on YouTube when they were making okay. uh, the album. The dream, yeah. They have like this big ass like like cabin and it's just got a bunch of studios and you got like a bunch of rappers. It's everybody just kinda trying to out rap each other mm-hmm. to make it on the album and it's yeah. fucking beautiful because it's everybody writing, they got beats, you have like all these great producers. Making all these beats, and then you have all these rappers, whether they're well known, like Bass, you know, JID, yeah. Cole. JID has been. JID is amazing. He's been, he's yeah, and I've listened to, yeah, I've listened to him, like, I mean, back in the day, but like with J. Cole doing this, um, putting him out there like that, it really shows us, like, you know, like. I'm going to pay attention to a rapper that J. Cole's putting out. Yes. 1000%. Exactly. Or Eminem, because uh, have you heard that rapper that um, M assigned to his label, Boogie? Yes. He's amazing. So. When a rapper like that that has content and has made such a big impact, they're promoting somebody, I'm paying attention. Exactly. Just like when Jay-Z signed J. Cole, I paid attention. Because Jay's not just going to sign anybody. Best thing that he's ever done. Like, I mean, but yeah, I think for me, my list is short. I want you to be authentic. I want you to be original, um, you know, to, to show that you're a great rapper. I mean, anybody could make a hit or talk about you know, keep saying Gucci Gucci over and over in a song. Um, that doesn't make you a great rapper. That doesn't I make you a rapper. Know. I'm sorry. You know, oh, you're talking about... Um, What's his little pump? You know he's Colombian? Yes. Yeah. That's a disgrace. I mean... To all of us. And I, 
<laughs> but yeah, you got people on the album like Smino, Saba, you got Buddy, which is kind of well known. I love him. Young Nudie. I love It's just rappers that you have. Yeah. yeah, he's dope. But it's cool that Cole, the way he did it, he just kind of made it. He gave all these rappers a chance to be out there and they all fucking killed the album. Like, I think you'll really enjoy the album, start to finish. I think I'm going to listen to it. I have it on my phone, so I'll actually um, listen to it. So, what we're talking about, yeah. So, we have that. Uh, we have content, validated content. Um, uh, validated content, we have being able to put a hit out. We have, um, what was the other one that we said? Um, Come on, you're supposed to be writing this. Originality? Story. No. Well, that's another one, though. Yeah. Originality. Yeah. Being able to, because, like, rap, it, it, it's, it's nuts. Everybody's rapping. Everybody, yeah. especially that now. Be. That be. Yeah, been. especially now with the age of, SoundCloud fucking did this. SoundCloud. They gave us all these little. Yes, exactly. It's all their fault. Yeah, So SoundCloud really fucked you right now. Seriously. Yeah. SoundCloud killed the radio and it killed, you know, the, the you know, the competition, the, the, the you know what I mean? Like, the, the feeling of being, having to compete for a spot in the rap game. Yeah, now, everybody's a rapper now. Everyone's like, we could literally make a song right now because we have a laptop and a mic. And just keep, like, rewinding something you know or speeding it up. I think and it'll work. I, think long as try... have, I mean, I have the tattoos already. I think I'm going to try to rap. But you got to get one face tattoo. Just get, like, a tear from my personal favorite. Uh, like, a what was that one rapper that passed away um, that has that X smiley face thing? I I called him both the other day. Like, I thought that was, <laughs> I totally forgot his name. I think that's him. Um, but yeah, so it's just a lot of things, and like I said, rap, you know, it's it's hard, and and there's so many people out here now rapping that shouldn't be, like you said, that it, it kills. Um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and it kills like the comp, the, you know, the the feeling of competition that you should have in rap. Like back in the day, where you were really fighting, recording day and night to get your mixtape out. And right, going, mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Literally going personally to a record label and begging them to, yo, just check to my play shit your out. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like now A&R like, our agents and, right. you know, raps. Right. These kids don't know nothing about that shit they nowadays. Don't, people don't need, kids don't even need labels anymore. They don't need record labels anymore. They don't need managers. All they need is fucking SoundCloud on the internet. Yeah, if you know something, if you have a cool beat and you're promoting it enough, it's going to go the out there. It's going to blow up. I just want to throw this out there it because this really bothers me. These kids will be out here like... People just realized that Panini by Lil Nas is a rip from Nirvana. And I'm like, how could you not, like, are we not paying it? Nothing. They're like, oh, I love this beat. This beat was created like 25 years ago. And it's like, that's what they're doing. They're disrespecting. A legend. You know, the, like, what's that one kid, the one with the weird teeth that eats hot Cheetos and had to go to the hospital? <laughs> Lil Xan had the nerve to say, okay, oh, well, you know, he said Tupac gave me this beat. So. That old head is going to be something new. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, these people have to work on these beats. Like, Timbaland is the longest-running producer in the game that's He's creating amazing. his own Shout out Timbaland. He's amazing. You know what I mean? And, like, they disrespect people that literally busted their fucking ass to get, you know, just even, like, 30 minutes of studio time. They take these new things. They add these words, things that don't make no fucking sense. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, I love you so much. It's so great. And it's like, dude, Kurt Cobain literally killed himself. Like... I, I just. Think he did. You don't think he killed himself? Nah, if homegirl has something to do with it, Courtney Love. But that's she, whole, I think she has like four brain cells. I don't think she's. That's killed. a whole different fucking episode that we can talk about that because I have a whole. See, but now I'm like, about that. Okay, here's the thing. Yes, and not to take it away because a lot, most of the people who were depressed in that 
you know, it was a different time. Right. When you, you don't even know. Like, um, they, they show a whole different side when they're in public. Yeah. But it's like, I just, I can't, I saw this interview and it's a rare interview that I somehow, oh, um, I came across on YouTube. It was like a really rare interview. They were interviewing, uh, this lady was interviewing Kurt Cobain. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I think they said, they said it was the last interview before he died. Mm -hmm. If you hear him speak, the shit he talks about, how like happy he is with his kid. Yes. With Courtney, how everything's going for him in his career. I just, I, I but can't, keep in I mind, can't. And like I said, yeah. I, you know keep what in I mean? mind that they both were <clears throat> heavy drug users. Yeah, for sure. She is just now getting but, clean after like 30 some years. But he had just gotten out of rehab. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe that you go from just getting out of rehab and being clean for however long to ex being extremely high, doing that much amount of heroin that they say was in his body and killing yourself. I find it hard to believe. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like It just doesn't add up to me. And like I said, we'll never know. Yeah. I just don't think. Which is the worst part. I just don't think anybody who's even that high on heroin is going to have the, you know. We don't know. You know, that's just, like I said, it's a whole different fucking topic. But um, um, So I guess next week we'll do a little bit of conspiracy theories for you guys. Uh, um, but yeah, so we kind of got everything out that we needed to say. And I'm going to say it again. Um, you know, we're dedicating this episode to Bailey Reeves. Um, and our thoughts. in peace, Angel. Yeah, our thoughts really go out to her family. And I mean, more than just thoughts, like action. Um, if you're listening to this right now, if you hear any type of, um, you know, ignorant things about trans people, please stick up for them, whether it's online, whether it's in person. I mean, right, make sure that right. you're safe, yeah. make sure that they're safe, but don't let the ignorance, you know, keep repeating this vicious fucking cycle where we're losing innocent fucking people who just want to live their truth and be themselves. Um, so yeah, yeah, like we said, you know, you nobody really know, and even I don't. I, I, I mean, I can only imagine, but I can't really speak for them to know the amount of courage it takes for somebody to come up. Yeah. Um, like with... Uh, Speaking of homeboy, that Dominic, what's his name? Little Nas Lil Nas, X. Yeah, when I he thought, came I thought out, it was just Little Nas. Wait, no, Little Nas X. Which is Did you see the shop interview? Yeah, so I was I, I, my heart was broken. That's how I was getting because to. he's a sweet person. Yes. So for him to come out like and and say okay, like it's, it takes a lot. But of, it's especially the ignorance. When but here's the thing, and I feel like I can <clears> say this: it's the ignorance of the black community. They do not do enough to teach their children mm -hmm. it is okay to be these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's let, let's just really say it, like. You look at white families, and they're so accepting of their children. I mean, is it hard for them? Yes, it's hard. But as a black person, like, my brother came out as gay. And, I mean, he was completely shunned from the entire family. Right. And I think What do you think just, that is? Like, what do you think is the reason? It, I think it's that? just they don't know any better. They, I mean, think about it. If you look at Colombia and you look at Haiti, like, it's so different than here. I mean, well, and I think yeah. we can see yeah. that, like, my parents growing up, I grew up completely Haitian. Like, America, I felt like... You know, Haiti was here, and America was a small part of my household. And when I went out to be with my friends and stuff, I didn't even understand what being gay was or, you know, what this meant. Because my parents were so afraid that I was going to become a big gay if I knew who gay people were. You know, and it's like they live in Is this constant, yeah, right. this constant ignorance, this constant fear, which it makes me really happy to see, like, young Haitian millennials out here, you know, at rallies, out here, you know, sticking up for, you know, the LGBT community. Because we were taught to literally fear these people and have this horrible view of them. I feel like that's a good point. You know, 
I'm not glad you brought that up because you know what I know they're thinking I might be off and I'm sorry if I'm offended anybody with what I'm saying but do you think that another reason why <clears throat> African American families or you know just black families in general are so hard to accept um, homosexuality or any other sexuality other than straight because they already know that it's hard enough for them to be accepted in society whether they're not white and now, well, I, yeah. feel like, and now I feel like <clears throat> you not only being black but also being gay you're drawing even more negative attention to yourself right i feel like that has something to do with that and but i also feel if like I'm off, I, and no, 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 if I'm no, offended anybody the thing. i apologize here's the thing is like but, my family i will never forget um my cousin rest in peace he came out to his family and told them that he was gay and they completely shunned him they took all his you know everything out of his bedroom he killed himself in new york like wow. he climbed on Sorry top of um, a building and he jumped off the building and killed himself was it worth his life no Not at all. and i think that our parents are like yeah is it hard to be black yes it is but it's harder to be black when you don't have a family that supports right. you that's going to be there to catch you when the world is so rough on you um so when, i think you, it's just when, when yeah and i feel like when you come out you're looking for comfort you're looking for right because you want your and people always say to me well how can you have these opinions because what if your son comes out and says my child is my child. I carried him in my stomach for nine fucking months. Like, that's my, I don't give a shit what he says. He can be like, Mom, I want to marry a dinosaur. Yo, that's okay. As long I mean, as you're well, not out here, like, know. doing crazy stuff, then, like, that's read, all that should matter. I read this post the other day, um, actually earlier today, um, on Facebook, I believe. And I loved, I, I liked it. It, it said that, um, it, it says something like, when I have a, a kid or a boy or, or if I have a son, I think is what it says. Right. I don't, if, if he's gay, I don't ever want him to tell me he's gay. I don't want him to have to feel like he has to tell me his sexual preference. I just want him to, he said, I want him to just come home one day with his boyfriend and say, mom or dad, this is my boyfriend. And that's it. Like, that's the kind of like comfort and, and trust that I want to have with daddy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't want her to have to feel like she's afraid to be like one day come up to me like mom or dad. I think, like, first of all, if Maddie ever comes up and tells me that she likes girls, I'll be fucking happy. Because men ain't shit. Men are trash. Yes, I love you and us. my husband, but men no, are we're trash. trash. So I will be glad. But I don't want her to have to feel like she has to make it a thing. Like, sit me down, like a sit her mom down, and be like, right. look, I have to tell you something. Like, if she came up to me and said that, I'd be like, that's it? Like, that's what you have to tell me? Okay. Or, yeah. like, go take the chicken out of the fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought you were about to say, like, you fucking... Scratch my record player. Yeah, like, you scratch my records or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you fucked up my FIFA game. That's a problem. But if you just... That's, that's the kind of comfort that I want to bring. And, excuse me, everybody should be bringing to a new society that we're going to be... That we're racing now. Like, you and I know this with a kid. Like, I'm afraid of the way the fucking world is. And yeah. Maddie... I've truly been like a, a helicopter and, parent the last you know, couple Liam, years. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm afraid. It's bad. You don't know what themselves into and then us not being around to protect them right because like i feel like society is just getting worse it is i feel like it is of the ignorance and like i said it's the lack of people doing research right that's all and it understanding. is and it's like people don't my, one thing that my uncle told me shout out to my uncle because i love him more than anything on this earth he said when you're in your house you're somebody else when you step out you are you, you need to create your own identity 100%, I like and that. I, like that. I mean you know i i I thought about things in a way because of the views of my parents. Mm -hmm. My parents thought about things because of the views of their parents. It's a continuous cycle. Like, 
I'm allowed to be my own person. I'm allowed to, right. to have my own experiences, have my own, you know, uh, revelations of things, not just what my parents have taught me. It's you know okay to I mean? break the cycle. It is. And I think but that's the number one thing right now that we're dealing with is, like, we're all in this revolving cycle. I just don't cycle. understand, like, how we're the most, you know, we have the most access to anything that we want to learn about, and yet people still choose to be fucking ignorant to things. Yeah. To anything. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I, don't, I just don't understand. It's not, if you just sat down and, 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 and thought about, like, you know, it's one thing I really fucking hate when people say is when, when people tell me that sexuality is a choice, like, you choose to be gay. It, it makes me honestly hate It's people. fucking stupid. That's the one thing I don't understand how people literally think that. Like, ignorance. It's not. It's not ignorance. ignorant. It's, it's just... You don't just wake up and say, oh, yeah. Like, there's females that have, I won't name that I know that they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, 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 I like girls now. And then they go back to the man and it's like, like, no, he don't say you're a lesbian. Don't say you're a lesbian because the guy that you were with, you know, wasn't shit. So now you're going to females. Like, no, okay. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's, it doesn't take, it's not taken as seriously as it should be. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I think we bored the audience. But on that note, guys, we're going to wrap up episode six. Um, I'm glad that we got to have like a serious segment and also, you yeah, know, this is dope. I'm going to wait till the next hurricane to drop it though. So don't, you know, I'm not dropping shit till we get a hurricane. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys like and subscribe and everything. Make sure you, um, post on the Instagram and, you know, comment what you want to hear more of things that we can improve. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, the you know, we just, improve on? Shit. just connect, just connect. And like I said, be oh, there for somebody different, be there for, for somebody that doesn't look like you. <clears throat> Um, actually take the time to understand other people, even if you don't understand. Realize how much impact your voice has on social media. Exactly. That's all you got to do. And like I said earlier, if I offended anybody with what I was saying about, you know, the black community or anything, it wasn't my intent at all. I was just, you know, talking to my good friend Jim, trying to understand, kind of getting to the bottom of, you know, why things happen the way they do. So if I, like I said, if anything, anybody's offended by my actions, I apologize. It probably will happen again, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, guys, thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. This episode of All Talk with Jem and Chris was brought to you by JMSCA Media. Please follow us on Instagram at JMSCA Media and check out our website at thegiftofgab.space. Thank you.